the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, the media. To watch the ongoing media propaganda, it's like watching Pravda. Yeah, I used to be a liberal, too. Because parents are, I think we are a little bit too complacent sometimes about, oh, how bad could it be? It's very bad. Because you cannot be truly conservative and be advocating for so-called rights on the basis of what God says is a sin. Yep, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still, still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles on WorldNet Daily. That's WND.com, on barbwire.com, and elsewhere out on the web. And be sure to order my book, which is written especially for teens, and it is now just republished and reissued in its revised second edition and the book is called Maybe He's Not Gay, Another View on Homosexuality. And I've included a new chapter called Maybe He's Not a Girl, which I'm sure you know exactly what that's all about. Be sure to go to missionamerica.com for more information about my book and all the rest. Each spring in recent years, American schools have been subjected to intense pro-homosexual and pro-transgender propaganda in various ways. And one of the regular events we can expect every spring is the Day of Silence, and it is scheduled this year for Friday, April 27th. So what should parents know about this questionable event uh, and what can they do? So with me today is my longtime pro-family colleague, Laurie Higgins, who is cultural affairs writer for the Illinois Family Institute. Her work is all over the internet. She is a prolific speaker, conference speaker, author, and writer, and um, is on many, many radio show programs, including this one. And so welcome back to Mission America Radio, Laurie. Hi, Linda. Thanks so much for having me. So tell our listeners, start us off and tell us about the Day of Silence. Well, this started, oh gosh, it's got to be 20 years now. I don't know. Do you have the mm-hmm. exact date? I think it was in 1994, maybe. Oh, so we're at, are we at 24 years at 20, now? Yeah. This has been going on. This, it started at, I think it was the University of Virginia. Virginia. But mm-hmm. started at college campus. And it was a student effort to draw attention to the silenced voices. I'm using my scare quotes, but people can't see it. Yes, right. <laughs> uh, draw attention to the silenced voices of primarily they were focusing at that time on homosexuality. 
Uh, and so what they what the effort does is asks people to remain silent for an entire day to draw attention to these supposedly silenced voices. We know that they're hardly silenced anymore. And uh, now and then it was taken over by the a gay, lesbian, and straight education network, better known as GLSEN, whose sole purpose for being is to use our government schools to normalize homosexuality and now the trans ideology. And so, and it's now in middle schools as well. It, started, it moved down to high schools and it moved into middle schools. And so for this one day in April every year, they ask students to refuse to speak in class for an entire day What's problematic about that, of course, is it is it interferes, interrupts with teaching for a political purpose, and um, and and now they're focusing increasingly on the trans ideology, and they even say, and this is what's laughable, they even say this year that it's to highlight the silencing and erasure of LGBTQ people at school. Is it possible to any, for anyone to say that with a straight face? I'm seriously. I mean, erasure. The, the, right. the, these people are still there, and their false identities of lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, et cetera, et cetera, may be there. Unfortunately, this is misleading tons of kids and teachers. No one is born this way, so there's no erasure going on. But yes, you're exactly right, Lori. And they're not silenced. And they're, they're not everywhere. silent. There's I know. curricula in every school. They run Work everything. Yeah, exactly. It's now moving into kindergartens. They've already done that in numerous states, and they don't. They do it through bullying prevention programs. They do it through the social and emotional learning standards. They do it in English curricula through the use of essays and novels and plays. They show films at school. I, this is it's absurd to even try to claim what they're trying to do is silence any expression of dissenting views about the nature and morality of homosexuality or gender dysphoria or how we should respond to it as a culture. That's what they're trying to silence. That's, the, that's what silence really is on the day of silence, is the, uh, the attempt to bully and silence uh, any opposing opinions, including and especially faith-based opinions about it. So uh, there is a walkout that many conservative and Christian groups have joined and you and I have been involved in kind of coordinating that over the years. And tell us about the Day of Silence walkout and what right. people can find out more about that. Well, I want to make it clear, it's not technically a walkout. Yeah. We used that term originally for a, a pragmatic reason. But what we're asking people to do is to keep their kids home on the Day of Silence if, and they can contact their school administration about this, if they allow students to refuse to speak in class time during instructional time. We're saying the schools now have chosen to politicize the classroom. Keep your kids home on that day. In many school districts, keeping your kids home absences cost the school districts money. Money speaks to administrations when reason and fairness and true justice don't speak to them. And this is the only coordinated effort to resist any of the efforts to use public schools to indoctrinate children. This is a nationwide effort. We have pro-family organizations and individuals from East Coast to West Coast that participate in this, that are coalition partners with this. 
So it's very important to contact your school and ask them. Because, by the way, the ACLU Lambda Legal, which is a pro-homosexual legal organization, have said students have no legal right to refuse to speak in class if teachers expect them to. Right. And Christian teachers need to be expecting their kids to speak on that day. Right. And if they refuse to speak, they should be sent to the dean's office or whatever the disciplinary measure would be for that because this is centrally a political issue. Exactly. We are, if you're just joining us, we're talking with Laurie Higgins, who is the cultural affairs writer for the Illinois Family Institute, and we're talking about uh, the uh, Day of Silence and the Day of Silence walkout, which is a a pro-homosexual event. And this year, April 27th, which is Friday, and there is a response called the Day of Silence Walkout. And you can find out more at doswalkout.net about your options as a parent on this heavily propagandized day. So, um, so Lori, uh, what about teachers and their involvement in this and the schools? Now, it, it, you know, it's always been said, oh, this is a student-led activity, but, you know, it bleeds over into uh, teacher involvement at times. Isn't that correct? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that brings up an important question. When, you're, when parents are contacting their schools, they need to ask the question in a very specific way. They need to say, are you permitting students to refuse to speak on class on Day of Silence? Don't ask if the school is sponsoring it because technically it's students who sponsor it, usually from the gay-straight alliance clubs in schools. Uh, of course, it's really sponsored, organized, promoted by an outside organization, which is GLSEN, yeah. who, by the way, provides resources for teachers on how they can take whatever their class is and use it to promote this political agenda. Every class teacher, whether it's mathematics or science, they have ways that teachers can do this. Some school districts actually allow teachers to refuse to speak, and so teachers will use their you know, whiteboards to write instructions. My daughter, who is in high school, I, I don't know how, she's 28 now, so nine years ago, 10 years ago or more, they, she had one of her teachers ask students, who is going to be silent on class? I need to know if I need to change my classroom mm-hmm. activities for the day. Right. So in other words, teachers are modifying activities around students' political speech or political silence in class. Right. And we had a, a famous situation here, and this was at least a decade ago, where one uh, teacher used the day of silence to be silent herself and to show uh, PowerPoints and slides to the kids during which she came out as a lesbian. You know, talk about manipulating your class. I mean, so that we have teachers that will do this. We have plenty of wonderful teachers who object to this, but they don't know what to do. What, what are some of your thoughts about what teachers who think this is totally inappropriate can do? Well, there's a couple of things, and I want to point out, it's not just conservative teachers not just Christian teachers who object to Day of Silence, <clears throat> but those teachers are afraid to say so. It's actually, I discovered when I worked in a public high school, it was even liberal teachers who just want to teach their subject matter. They don't like this political controversy. And it's also very stressful for kids, particularly kids who are conservative, because they often have friends who identify as homosexual or they have friends who are very liberal on this issue. And I can tell you from firsthand experience, many kids 
except the activists, don't like this day because it politicizes and makes it very difficult for them. So yeah. what teachers should be doing is they should not ma uh, change their plans in order to accommodate student silence. And I would say that there's more that you can do, which is to tell kids they will be having activities that require participation, verbal participation, whether it's giving presentations, whether it's having small group activities. You know, teachers do all sorts of activities that involve student speech. In fact, we very rarely have direct instruction anymore, which we used to call lecturing. Mm -hmm. And so make it obvious that this, this day will be no Day, different from any other day and uh, and therefore try to I have seen some school districts making it clear to students and to teachers that they don't have to accommodate um, student silence in yeah. class yes and so mm -hmm. Christian teachers need to be very uh, proactive about making right. sure their class is not politicized on that day now tell us I want to jump for this uh, rest of our time here in this first segment and you tell us about what's going on in Illinois I mean the, the reason one of the reasons we're on the radio trying to educate people about this agenda is because of exactly the kind of bill that you are seeing in the state of Illinois and we have not seen it in Ohio Praise God, but it could happen. So tell us about this uh, uh, atrocious well, it's very, bill. It's very troubling, and it just it, it'll once I describe it, it'll put the lie to this nonsense that they are the LGBT community is being silenced and erased right. in school. So a bill has been proposed. It actually was a creation of our two foremost homosexual activist organizations in Illinois. One is called Equality Illinois, and the other is called the Illinois Safe Schools Alliance, which split off from GLSEN, used to be part of GLSEN. And so they have proposed what they call the Inclusive Curriculum Bill, which will require that any book or book substitute that will be used as a text or text substitute, which means everything that's used in curricula, will include the role and contributions of homosexuals and men and women who adopt opposite-sex personas. And goes further than that, it requires a, a history, an LGBT history teaching month, you know, like Black History right. Month, because, of course, they like to hitch their wagons to the civil rights movement, which they shouldn't because homosexuality per se has no points of correspondence to, to race or skin color per se. And it will require instruction in the contributions LGBT individuals have had to art, science, government, math, sports, education, their economic, cultural, and political development of society. And so it's comprehensive and pervasive. And a bill passed like this in California a few years ago, which was just for social studies in just grades 6 through 12. I don't mean to say just in order yeah. to diminish the... Right. Horror of it, yes, right. The oppressiveness of that. But ours applies to kindergarten through 12th grade. Right, So right. for 13 formative years. Yeah, yeah, you get this. And you get in the, you know, the LGBT history, they will do, they will uh, swear that, like the log cabin Republicans do, that Abraham Lincoln was homosexual, uh, that Eleanor Roosevelt was, the Apostle Paul, and it goes on from there in their mythology, Tchaikovsky, you know, and some people that they just sort of just throw in there with others that perhaps are more well established, but even so, these these lifestyles and this behavior is not something we exalt to children. It should be exactly the opposite because no exactly. one needs to do this. Now we don't have a lot of time before our our um, first break. I want to give get out some uh, information points. First of all, where can people read all your wonderful articles, Lori? Oh. 
Yes, thanks for asking. IllinoisFamily.org. And there's a lot of information on there about the whole trans ideology and, of right. course, homosexuality and why it's problematic, for, for example, to teach the uh, roles and contributions of the homosexuals. It's not, a, it's not a problematic to teach the contributions of someone who was homosexual. It's inappropriate to teach that include the information about their sexual interests. Right. And, and, and be it by implication that this is a wonderful and, and inborn thing. Um, also, on the walkout for the Day of Silence, that is doswalkout.net, the Day of Silence, uh, just check, check with your children, check online, see what you can find out about what may be planned among students at your school and, and call your school, as Lori has said. But, but go to doswalkout.net. Uh, Friday, April 27th is the day that they are planning on that this year. So we're going to talk more about all of this in the homosexual and transgender agenda directed to our kids with Laurie Higgins from the Illinois Family Institute when we return right after this. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. It's spring, and with spring, unfortunately, in many schools comes pro-homosexual and pro-gender confusion propaganda, and our kids will be misinformed that these are inborn, uh, safe, uh, no big deal, and anyone who objects is a hateful bigot, all of which is a huge deception. And uh, one of their central uh, events to showcase all of this uh, indoctrination is the so-called Day of Silence, which this year, sponsored by the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network, will be uh, scheduled for Friday, April 27th. We're talking with Laurie Higgins, who is a longtime pro-family colleague. She is a fabulous writer and uh, speaker and um, much sought after in the media to talk about all of this and has become quite an expert on on all these issues from Illinois Family Institute. So, Laurie... um, one thing I want to just make clear, the the actual day of silence day is Friday, April 27th, but it doesn't always fall on that day for individual, the way some kids at some schools will be observing it. Is that correct? Right. Sometimes if they have like standardized testing or something on that day, they'll shift the day. So, I mean, most often it's on the 27th, but people should check with their own schools. Yeah, check with their school community and see what's going on because you will want to participate, I hope, friends, um, if the the kids are going to be asked to be silent all day uh, for, uh, you know, in, or going to be allowed to be silent all day, those who participate and have tape over their mouths and have a sign around their neck saying they're protesting, um, you know, what are they protesting? Uh, but anyway, the, this is instructional time. This is a misuse of time in the schools. Go to doswalkout.net and you can ally yourself with uh, many, many conservatives, individuals, and um, groups around the country. So let's talk about a couple of these major issues around the country. Lori, one is this Delaware um, Regulation 225 that may be decided on uh, in the near future, but tell, describe to people what is going on in the state of Delaware. Well, this is really unbelievable. This uh, regulation 225 would amend their school code, code, and it would allow students to identi- self-identify their gender identity or their race at school and 
it does not require parental permission. If the school deems that the parents will not be supportive, that the student's health or well-being will be effective, they reserve the right to not tell the parents that the child has self-identified as a sex or uh, race that they are not. Yeah, it's it's in total and complete insanity. I mean, you you think that somebody's you know, at Saturday Night Live is sitting around making this stuff up. It's like a big skit. Let's do this skit in America and in, see in, in the state of Delaware and see what happens. No. I know it's as it's as you know the left cannot call the right any longer science denying yeah, about right. you know climate change or anything when they have embraced this completely absurd nonsensical idea that people can be a sex other than the one they are when they say oh someone was born Bruce Jenner was born in the wrong body what does born in the wrong body even mean it means nothing other than he wishes he were a woman right. that's all it means and that we would allow so this gets to the point of you know big government and big brother usurping parental rights they're already doing it with this bill that we just talked about or we talked about in an earlier episode about that's happening in illinois about inclusive curriculum what they're doing is they're trying to transfer the good feelings that children have about accomplishment brilliance uh, creativity to how they feel about homosexuality even if that violates the beliefs of their parents, right. which the left doesn't care about. No, no, there's no respect. So um, the the other thing that is happening quickly, especially with the uh, transgender push in our schools to embrace those uh, gender-confused lifestyles is, and, and this is just another aspect of that, that Delaware 225, is that um, the, the parents and their rights are being bypassed and this is becoming a standard in many of the more the more liberal areas of the country they're they're saying uh, you know we are going to side with the child and and prevent the parents from knowing if they are identifying as another um gender and now race at school i mean this is nonsense but right. it is such a violation of parental rights well yes and that's what happened in ohio where they've mm-hmm. taken the given custody of a of a girl who identifies as a boy, taking her away from her parents who don't support these medical protocols and the social cultural affirmation of confusion. And they've transferred custody to the court has to grandparents who will allow her to engage in these and, and the medical procedures. I mean, the the cross sex hormone doping causes permanent sterility, causes permanent changes in voices. And so, and they've usurped parental rights on this. Right, right. And Cincinnati Children's Hospital, a very respected hospital, is, is, was one of the major um, uh, factors in this case, their testimony of so-called experts. There is little or no medicine, uh, medical research to back this up. Right, exactly. Whether it's the the puberty blockers, the one of the central ones of those is Lupron, which is being reviewed now by by the FDA because they've gotten so many uh, uh, re- criticisms over the dangerous side effects, long term side effects of Lupron, mm-hmm. cross sex hormones. And by the way, you'll always hear the the left cite the AAP, the American Academy of Pediatrics, right. on their support for this. Well, I did a research uh, paper right. on this. You did, and people should access it. That that the trans affirmative protocol that the AAP has adopted was created by about a dozen people mm-hmm. and then voted on by another about a dozen people. And then it was sent out. The AAP does not vote on it. There's no minority report filed. So it is 
false to say 66,000 pediatricians support the trans-affirmative protocol. Right. It's just one of, one of those other manipulations that a, a tiny, small number of people are imposing on everyone else. Um, so, Laurie, the transgender issue is going to be pushed a lot on the day of silence. I mean, what should the kids do when they have, if they have a friend who is gender confused, what should the child do on the day of silence who sees somebody that, that is their friend? You know, I mean, I think if it's their friend that they're dealing with this, I think, you know, I, I, many people will say it's okay to use the name they adopt because names are sort of gender arbitrary. For instance, my older brother's name is Leslie, which used to be only a male name, and now it's almost exclusively a girl's name. Mm-hmm. So if you feel if that makes you feel comfortable, we should never use opposite sex pronouns when talking to or about these children, right. because that is affirming a lie. Affirming the a left lie. tries to portray the affirmation of this confusion as a loving act, but love is never separable right. from truth. And so to affirm people in a lie and affirm them in a life of medical intervention for the rest of their life for a condition that is not a disease is not a loving act. Right. And we, are so, out of, we are out of time, and I just want to say, uh, look at 1 Corinthians 13, uh, love does not um, dwell in uh, iniquity, but dwells in the truth. And that's St. Paul, the Apostle Paul. Thank you, Lori, so very, very much. DOSWalkout.net and Laurie Higgins on IllinoisFamily.org. Just remember, friends, with God, all things are still possible. Have a great day. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.